Good evening, everyone. It is your main. I was coming at you, heavily edited and pre-recorded at you. What's up? Hope everyone is staying mentally giant. Beating niggas' asses. Eating bitches' pussies out. Good morning, folks. It is a brisk 10-12. It's not even morning yet. It's only 10.40 p.m. So good night, folks. Good evening, my ladies and gentlemen, my beautiful Elemental Titan clan gangsters. Welcome to episode 20. Deuce, deuce. Double X, double X rated. Rico Rocks, double X, double R O, double X, X, nigga. So welcome to the episode 20, folks. Couple things. So, earlier in this year, in 2020, I was homeless for a little bit by choice, but a little bit by circumstance. I'm sure I could have somehow not had to endure the situation I did, but I was letting things unfold in certain ways. Well, I was new to long-term homelessness. I've been homeless in other around the country here and there as far as not have my own spot, but I usually would know somebody or bounce on couches from couches or it was usually not too long, but there's long term homeless where it's more than bouncing around in a city. It's where it's, you have your, you have nowhere to go and you see, it just no, everything. okay. And no, it's like no one to let you sleep in their house. It's like long term homelessness is a decided shelter preference i think as far as preference not as in preferred for happiness or like ultimate stuff but preferred as in do the steps needed to be in shelter just prefer to that because if they prefer shelter truly they would be but there comes a there's a there's a step there's there's things sometimes if you want help, you have to meet certain people's criteria. So that's the one thing. If you're unwilling to work with anybody, if you're just like, I want to be like Rico Rocks and be afraid, free to think how I want to think, do what I want to do at any given moment, say what I want to say at any given moment. and oh, that's, Usually that comes with the price, a.k.a. rent, so you can have your own spot to do that with because, I don't know, in my experience... There's a lot of people who need help. And I don't know if that really just gave gives off the people like treating people like cattle kind of feel, but it's like you I was homeless in well for example and I wanna say because I feel like this I've been in situ- situations that you consider homeless, but this recent one in two thousand twenty was like long term I'm gonna call it, versus Back, let's say, what year? Back, not to seven, about seven years ago. 2004, 2014, 2013, 2013. I was on my last step in Louisiana. I was like, well, I got came up on that I had robbed from a family member which is pretty fucked up but fuck it so I was I blew the their 8,000 bucks because they were in jail yep they got locked up everyone got locked up except me I was like damn motherfuckers y'all sloppy but then I had everything I had the keys to the car I had the money so then I had no one around me see that's where that's where Rico Rock shines. When I just when I am left to my own devices, like now I have twenty episode podcast because I was left to my own devices, and that's in when I've only let the start of this podcast. Social suicide here. Welcome, folks. Make sure you comment, say hi. I'm on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Spotify, Google Podcast. SoundCloud at Rico Rocks on SoundCloud. Please come show the music some love. 
come check out my website. That's very, very noobish. It's like very, very, it's almost a shame. To even, but for the sake of buying the domain, I bought it. And then I was like, well, since you have it, you're not going to just have it. But it's like the bare bones, like what comes with it. It just says free your mind on top and it's like the default of everything else. Except for like the contacts. I put my email just so they can be like literally there's not nothing. But I, there's so much I want to do with that, ricorocks.com. So go ahead and check it out now before it gets crazy. And when I lived in Sheboygan, when I left Louisiana, I was like, oh, I got 1400 bucks left. So I took the car that was not mine, but the person was in jail. And I drove it to Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Because at the time, I was thinking like, okay, where is gauging my, my life is going to be at. I just, my, I was with some fucking 37-year-old girl who got pregnant. It was my first pregnancy. With a woman, she I was 22, she was 37, I kid you not, folks. This is some serious shit, she was super happy, she was, her shit was, her biological clock is ticking, dog. she's 37, and she's like, she got my little drunk ass. Oh man, dude, she was hoping, and I was like, I knew what she was trying to do, but I really was like, fuck it, like, really, at the end of the day, I was like, you know, twaxing that, twaxing that, twaxing that, like, uh, and the sure shit, dog. I ended up moving in with her, and... Fucking, we didn't even have a, it was, we lived in a Chevy Jamboree. It's a camper trailer thing. It's like, it has four wheels, it's a vehicle, but it's like, and then it's like a trailer as well. It's a Chevy Jamboree with a little tub in there and like a little tiny table and a little bench and then the bed over the cab with the propane heated water. It's beautiful. Out in, on Lake Vernon and, what is that? Calcasieu Parish in Westlake, Louisiana. If anybody is familiar. No, not Westlake. That's Leesville, Louisiana, actually. Leesville. That's Vernon Parish. Because they have parishes in Louisiana, folks. If anyone's not familiar, in different states, like you have a state, you have a county, like Sheboygan County. They have Calcasieu Parish. And they have. I lived in two parishes out of like there's I think there's like five parishes or six. I lived in Vernon Parish, which everyone knows how Vernon Parish get down. And then I lived in Calcasieu Parish, and that's by Lake, Lake, Lake Charles. I believe yes, the boats. Oh, you guys had a fucked up time there. I'm gonna get back to the homeless story, but let me just tell you about the fucked up time about Lake Charles, Louisiana. Damn it, folks. So I sit there. I'll continue, just, I'll just go play the story out as it happened in chronological order. So, boom, I moved to Vernon Parish, Leesville. Start working at the Walmart, at cashier, was, and I was a computer tech first, but I wasn't getting, like, the weekly paycheck. It was more odd jobs with the tech, and I was having a good time, but it was smarter move, like, more consistent money, and I was thinking, like, eh, fuck it, whatever. And so I ended up, was, like, trying to keep both, but I ended up just doing the Walmart and man that's fucked up folks and then i was having a great time i worked for with a guy what the fuck was his name damn i think about i feel like i think about it sometimes it's just is beyond me at the moment but i know the wife's name was renee and they owned a baby i don't know if it still is i've been i want to look it up i doubt it i don't know i don't know folks i'm not gonna say if they're open or not still that was what a while ago Old little couple, man. Fucking dude had a ped leg. He's a short little guy, like I would say, like five six. Cool old fucking computer tech guy. Just one of like an old computer white guy. Just fucking you know, the dude who's like computers since they've ever been. They've been he's been tinkering with them since they came out. Just those old guys who would be in their basement playing whatever fuck game with the it was like Lego racing or some shit. And then you know those guys, like the computer guys, the guys who've always been computer guys since AOL. Like he's one of those and old fucking Louisiana boy. He had a peg leg, and he told me the story about his peg leg. He ended up was a he had a he had his own little business. He had a business that he would do wood uh, wood grinding, wood chopping. It's like a giant grinder. It's like wood chip maker. He just chopped the logs in there. And I guess he was drunk one day. Went to where he went wasted or something. Boom! Fucking sitting there trying to like kick in a log that was jammed and bloop. Yep, there goes your leg, buddy. Shining down there. And I'm like, what? 
So it was cool when I met him. I lived right up the road. But let me tell you, that's a long fucking road, a couple mile road. But it's one fucking road. I would walk it and it would be, I would walk from, okay, so it's like, boom, I leave my little trailer in the woods. That's what it was just literally, they chopped down the trees, dropped four trailers in the middle of the fucking woods. Ran as fuck. And then, boom. Those were four trailers there, I guess. for And then when I got there, there was, because I ended up going there with my cousin, Stephanie. She, because I was, I was ready to, I was fucking ready to leave California because I was there and I quit being a salesman. I officially, after a year, was like, nope, I'm done being a salesman. Looked around. I was like, I'm not going to just be one of these people who just sit here and work in a fucking low-level job and just a new year is going to fly by. I was like, no. I just Because I looked around. I lived in L.A. six, six seven years ago, seven years ago, and I had enough of the uh, Kirby sales, door-to-door sales after a year. Six months in California, six months in Texas, and I just was, and if something happened in which I felt it was time. It was, I was just like, I'm not returning. It was a, it was pretty much a slap in the face. So I was like, I get slapped once, and I was like, that's just cool. That's cool. I would, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna go get somewhere where I'm not getting slapped. So then I looked around and I was like, all right, I'm a 22 year old guy, fucking rocking in the baby. I'm fucking smooth. Just left the sales job. I'm fucking. Uh, left. What are my options here? And I looked around. Do do do. I did a high school diploma. That's all I had. Some factory experience. Years of factory experience. I looked around. Looked around. A drug and alcohol problem. Looked around. Looked around. I was like, man, I could see myself. Really, I could see myself slowly, slowly climbing and get a job around here. Cause I would look at. Like, I would just have to apply at a local place. I was like, man, this just seems so tedious. Three days, and then I broke up with my girl. Her name was Christian. She was Armenian and Mexican chick. She was really fucking cute. Fucking banging. Not a, like, not a dime, but she was fucking cute, though. Little crazy ass. And I'm not going to tell it. I'm going to tell you guys about that story next time because I'm kind of just doing timeline here, and this is more like I would have to jump into a whole other story with her, so that's when I'm doing that whole thing. So I ended up dumping her, so I was like, boom, now I no girl, no job. Still got your drinking that car brown. Rico Rocks has got his drugs and booze. He fucking loves them too. Welcome to episode 20. Social Suicide Podcast. And so I decided. So I started just messaging people around. I was like, fuck, man, like, who, what are you going to do, man? And just... Cause that's always my secret, man. When shit starts getting fucking stale, boom, just go somewhere new. That's my because time flies by. It can fly by, or whatever. I think is how I'm trying to frame this right now. Because to me, it's I've watched. I'm an observer. I keep saying that I'm a galactic galactic observer. Rico rocks this black sun god emissary. Void mage, almighty wizard, elemental titan. I think is that is that too big? Is that too big? Do you think that'll fit on a po- on my business card? What I just said. I think it will. I think it's just to be a really little text or yeah, just one of the hologram. I'm gonna get a hologram. It's just gonna project into the sky. It's gonna project a giant zeppelin. And it's gonna say, "The world is Rico Roxas. The world is Rico Roxas. The world is Rico Roxas." But. Ended up getting caught with my cousin. I was like, she is some cousin Stephanie. We've been, and she was one of the cousins I actually was like when I was a little kid. I grew up with in California. One of my good cousins. I seen her get dragged by her hair by some adult woman when we were kids, and then it was like this giant rumble in which I will cover with the episode of Christian. I'll do the next episode for twenty one. Holy shit! It was like a pretty traumatizing experience, and I don't mean traumatizing in the negative sense, but I mean. I, to this day, can just remember standing there and looking around like, what in the world is going on here? What the heck? Because, like, you got these, like, boy, just two families, just everyone's fighting, just just next door neighbor house, and, like, their mom coming, like, my mom's fighting, their mom, this girl's, my sister fighting, their daughters. It's just, like, it rumbles, just looking all around me, and I was like, damn. And then there looks the other little boy, because they had a little boy, and it was, my like, a year older than me. And so we looked at each other like, damn, dog, everybody, there was, we were literally the only two not moving. Everyone else is just rah, rah, looking like, goddamn, the end of Pokemon the movie. They fucking put the Pokemon going nuts, and me and the little guy just looked at each other like Mew and Mewtwo. 
but we were the only as I did, I I I think I can remember just as I was like, because I didn't just show blind aggression. I looked at him like with all that I just said to you in my head. I looked at him like that, and he kind of just looked at me like the same. So I think we were getting Pokemon kids, but holy crap, dude! They got fucked up that day. They don't fucked around, dude. It was a whole crazy day, and damn, folks, shit. Dude. So my cousin Stephanie. She, had, she said that she had a trailer, and it was her and her husband, and they had the one little baby, so the three of them. And she was like, you can come fuck around out here if you don't got no, if you're trying to just get out of there. And I'm like, yup, okay. I was on, so the day I quit Kirby, four days later, I was in Louisiana. Well, from that house in the woods, just all the way down the only road, that like the road that was to that, at the very end of the road was the computer shop. So it was just literally at the end of my road, but it would take at least Fucking half an hour at least, at minimum. I'm talking on a good day. It was 45 minutes a slow day just to get to the end of one road. And that I've done that for many years, even in California before. I've walked roads that I don't have to make many turns, but it's just a stretch. It's just a long stretch. And it's like, holy hell, folks. That's a long fucking, just, just, oh my gosh. A turn would be nice. Love a fucking good turn. Let me just you just know you're about to just go straight and not much. You just literally say like, you gotta go just right up there, but way the fuck up there. Wait, just go straight ahead, but way straight. Like, oh my God. It's funny, but Louisiana. He had a peg leg, all that. What the fuck was in there? Man, there was a beautiful story. I want Renee and her husband, man. I cherish that work for them. I ended up leaving the computer shop job like an idiot. For, I don't know, not like an idiot, but I don't know. I made the, I was like, let's see what's popping. I was trying to just see what was up because, yeah. Well, I ended up meeting this fucking bitch, stupid bitch, fucking stupid, fucking retard bitch, and uh, she got her pregnant. She ended up losing the baby after a few months. I was like, damn. Because at first I was like, ah, it's probably nothing. I think she's just saying that. And then she took a test and I was like, oh, fuck, dude. I was nauseous for two whole days. I was like, shit. I was like, wow, man, you done did it, dude. This is your first one. Congratulations, bud. But I mean, and I wasn't going to leave with her. So, when it was, I ended up leaving. When I was with her, I me and her shared a vehicle. But it was her vehicle. I ended up getting pulled over in it one time which was fucked up because I, I had bought an ounce of weed that day and then like I said I didn't have my license at the time I didn't know if I mentioned that I don't think I did I did not have my license I only had an ID and it was not even from the same state when I was working at Walmart and I was using her truck one night and as soon as I left work it was probably some fucking cop she was fucking with is what it was cause as soon as I left bloop pulls me over and I was like damn I just bought this ounce and it's in a single cab Chevy 1500 a single cab I was like, damn, dog, this is good. Let's see how this one unfolds. That's just how I look at it. I'm like, oh, damn, I, like, let's just kind of, that's how I look at everything. I don't ever feel too, too bad, but not too good. I was like, this is not the, I was like, there's very few little room for error here. And he came up to the window and I was like, good evening, sir. And he's like, looking me dead in the eyes. And he's like, hey, I was like, I just got off work. I worked right here. And he seen me in my little Walmart vest, spark vest. And I was like, oh. I got the wrong truck. You sorry, and I was like, "Oh, grab a wonderful night, good, some sir." Fucking, I was like, "Damn, that was close." I was like, "That was out of nowhere too." He hit me right on the left. I was like, "Did you do that?" I was like, "What the heck, this motherfucker, man? What I do?" And one day I bought an ounce. I was like, "Jesus." Well, I knew I had to get my license, so I went to the DMV in Louisiana to keep the story going here, folks. Thank you for staying with me here. So, and then I realized I didn't have my license because I went to the DMV, took my picture, went the whole paper process. I was there for like, I was there for 45 minutes. And at the very last thing, they're like, everything's done. You, all the paperwork's done. Your picture's taken. Everything's fancy, fancy. She's like, okay, last thing you gotta do is pay. I was like, okay, here you go. Pay the money. And then I'm like, oh, wait. It says here. Call his number. He was Wisconsin. I was like, damn, because I used to live in Wisconsin. And that's when I fled last time. Me and my nigga, Mike Shaw, Michael Shaw, Mikey Starch's cousin, if anyone's from Sheboygan, Mikey Starch, his cousin, Michael Shaw. 
me and him were Nick, my Nick, that was my nigga, that was my homie. And he's from Columbus, Ohio. And me and him were running amok in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, for like from the year 2000. I was running amok from there from like 2000, late 2010 to 2012 for like a year and a half in that when I was like 21, right when I was turned 20, I think I turned 21 right before I left Louisiana. But so I was like young, 21, fucking young, badass nigga, Rico Ross, Danny. I was fucking beast mode, bro. You should have seen me, man. I, all I would do is fucking drink, work 12 hour shifts at a fucking engine factory, and watch Sunny in Philadelphia, and play Jack and Daxter on PlayStation 3, and fucking beat the whole series, and I fucking loved it. And then I was fucking bad bitches. But then eventually that time I had to come to an end. In Louisiana. So me and him bounced. We packed up my car, dipped out. Because I was like, Sheboygan will put, throw you in jail. They just will. Anyone's from Sheboygan knows they will. They just, they, just, oh, they know you. you say, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, they know where you're going. Oh, 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 they know you went there today. Oh, oh. They say, not because they're highly skilled investigators, but at all, trust me, they're fucking retired. The Sheboygan is, you wouldn't, fucking lames, dude. But anyways... It's because they would catch you because it's just, it's like a big, so what it is is a big cross. It's one big east and west road cutting all the way through town and then one big north and south. So it's a big T in any direction. So it's like, there's not much to float around with there. It's just a little, it's a shore town too. So it's like, you have that whole side cut off of houses. So it gives them, it's one angle cut off. It's like, and they have a, a concentrate of units there and it's like i don't know it's a very old town it used to be america it was voted number one city in america back in i think what 1990 something sheboygan wisconsin i know for a fact that's a fact and this one girl she got hung by a bridge there fucking on the bridge some girl i met her daughter i met her daughter her daughter's psycho as fuck but she's a cool she's all right but she's a little bit she was a little young chick though she was so she was treating me wrong and shit but Acting like I stole her money one time. I was like, damn, don't, because you can't fucking hold your shit and don't think it's me. Just because I'm a drug user and you lost your wallet, don't just, like, she was blank telling everyone I did it. And I was like, you're a fucking dumb bitch. Fucking retarded slut. Shut the fuck. And I was like, how are you going to just blame me because you can't accept the fact you dropped it, you fucking dumb little chick. So other than that, though, she was really cool. Other than that, other than just accusing me and then just, I was like, well, okay, if that's what you think of me. Instead of just coping with your own insecurities that you have flaws. And so I did to Louisiana. And then... What the hell was the original? Sorry, anyways. Well, I'll just continue. Oh, the homeless thing. So because I'm getting to... See, I got that back pretty quick. That was less than 10 seconds, folks. I'm, I'm sharp lately. I need to get everything back. <clears throat> so, oh, pardon me, folks. A bit parched here. Let me take a hit of my stizzy real quick. So let's keep bringing this one in. I love you, my sexy honey babies. Anyways, I don't know, that was weird. This is Ron Burgundy, Rico Burgundy Rocks. <coughs> Coming at you live. Social Suicide Podcast, thank you for coming. Drop some loves in the comments. Share this. Share. Help me ramble. Help me feel important. I really do. I feel so lonely in this world, folks. I feel like I don't have too many people to connect with, so be my people. And I will just continue telling you guys my life. And, like, as I get more comfortable, I think the more and more nittier, grittier stories will come up because there's some stories where I'm thinking about them right now, and I'm just like, there's no way. There's no fucking way. Even though it is called social, there's still just no, it ain't gonna happen. Like, which strangers could listen to it, and there's no, they do not deserve that level of intimacy. It was like, who knows? <laughs> I wing it most of the time, like 95%. Long story short, I needed to get my license, and I had to go back up to Wisconsin. Eventually, one day, no matter where I was at, I would have to go pay the piper eventually. So I was like, 1400 bucks left. And this is, oh yeah, so she missed her. I ended up moving from Leesville to Lake Charles, Westlake area. That's why I first, so I did six months in Vernon and six months in Calcasieu. And then was done with her instantly. As soon as she missed her, I was fucking, dipped the fuck out, dumb bitch. She was a bit an asshole. 
I was fucking messed up to her. Because she was, uh, it was not a good situation. And then, so, we moved to Wisconsin. Well, when I first got there, no one knew I was really coming. Like, I was just sitting in the car, in the car with 1400 bucks, and I was like, well, whatever, okay, which way we heading, which way we heading, which way we heading, buddy. I was like, man, okay, you can head east, head west. I was like, man, I just, I've been, I just came from Ohio. No, where was I here? No, we're talking. Where the oh, yeah, Louisiana. So I left. I just came from California, rather. So California, and I was like, so I'm not heading back there. There's nothing there for me. I'm not heading it. I was just in Texas and Ohio. I was like, the so, well, the only thing I was like, okay, so what can you do that would actually move your future overall freedom? Because I just wanted to be free. I just want to be able to do whatever the fuck I want and not have no one tell me I can't. That's all I want in life is just be fucking free. That's all I fucking want. That's it. That's how I'm a simple fella with a complex way to show it. Give me freedom. Or give me underage white women. All right. And I'm not talking very underage. Well, don't be sick. I'm talking like 17, 16 at the youngest. Relax, folks. Calm down. God damn. Whoa. I'm not talking children. I'm talking just young, hot, fucking 17-year-old fucking white women, okay? Relax. I'm not a fucking weirdo. I'm just a fucking guy. I'm just a guy who just has a taste for the fucking beautiful things in life. Baby, so don't hate a nigga for liking a young bad bitch. They they don't mind either. Just saying, we're helping each other out. So I moved back to Sheboygan, and when I got there, no one was gonna be there. And I so this is I actually didn't even sleep. I drove from the I was sitting in Louisiana one day, twenty six hours straight. Phew. If I knew I got pulled over one time, I would have been fucked. Yeah, I would have just got, just probably thrown in jail, just on something little, not too crazy. I don't know, maybe, for sure. I, don't know. I just was like, no matter, if I get pulled over, I'm just going to plant myself wherever that is and continue my life. But I made it, man. 26 hours straight, smoking some K2 on the way. Mm-mm-mm. Didn't get pulled over one time. Boom, baby. Straight shot. Boom. And then on one of the tolls, I didn't, like, it was just like, I don't know what to do. And I want you to automatic one, but I know I, the car didn't have a thing for it. And I was like, yo, shit, dude. I was like, that's like big mistake, number one. I was like, this is going to be the thing that gets me fucked up. They're going to come pull me over. They didn't, they did not made it to Wisconsin. I fucking pulled up in Wisconsin, parked the car. It's your boy. And just got out, got my shit out, and I walked away. And I never went, drove that car again. Not ever again. I was like, I just needed it for one more mission to get to Wisconsin. I was like, if you can get me there and I don't get in trouble, I'm not going to just sit there and abuse it. I told myself, I was like, I will, I will fucking count my blessings. So, boop, drove to Wisconsin, drive out, and I walked to my homie Mikey Walters. Michael Walters, he's in the Cody Walters brother, Lindsey Walters, Don Walters from Johnsonville. Then you got the Mike Walters Sr. They were a big part of my growing up. They were they took me in pretty nice. So Mikey was a few years older than us. Growing up with a, I was friends with the family and I knew him throughout playing magic together and stuff, became buddies. Well just went and knocked at his door and he happened to be home. And I was like, What's up? Just because that was the last place I knew where he lived. I actually would lived with him, or did I? No, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, I'm sure. Damn, so what? Yeah, no, I was thinking, because earlier when I said I left Ohio, I, I was there, I just threw myself for a loop. No, it's because I told you, I was real. I was like, wait a second, because I went to Ohio after. Yeah, I came from California, then Louisiana, and then I went up to here, so. And then he was like, yeah, you can move in with me, bro. I was like, dude, what's up? I just came into town. No one knows I'm here. What's up? And he's like, you need a place to stay, don't you? I was like, yes, sir. He's like, you can stay here. But then after two weeks, he was like, you're going to have to get find somewhere, bud. I'm like, all right. I understand. I respect that. It was two weeks I didn't have. I ended up going to the Salvation Army Homeless Shelter. And the, the whole reason I brought that up is because I was saying how some people have, there's certain, what well, was the word I used? Some word I used that was really nice and smooth at the time. But there's word, if you want to move in, you have to follow their rules. And I did 60 days in this suburban, and I loved, I mean, I didn't mind it. It didn't really mess with me. I'm not saying I was, I, I, I like now better for sure, but at the same time, I do like more, more my lifestyle is now a little, perhaps more, a lot more pimping. But 
it was, man, it was definitely a 60 days of, I was not upset. It was uh, because I was thinking to myself, I just was in Louisiana blowing this money quicker than I could think about it. Fucking getting high and all, you know, how I was just sitting here like, oh, there's like, what's that? And I was like, boom, drip one day, next day. Boom, I'm like, okay. Two weeks relaxing with my buddy Mike. I was like, damn, what is life, man? I was like, dude, you need to get your shit together, buddy. I was like, all right, well, you're, like, boom. Well, the nice thing is a homeless shelter is you don't pay rent. And I would, but this was before I got into dope and stuff. This is because I didn't been, haven't been doing dope my whole fucking life. Like hard drugs, that is later. I That's why I'm pretty sound, I believe. I wasn't doing dope, like hardcore dope. I did some hard, no, I was doing really good ecstasy and shit when I was 18. But I mean, just doing dope every day, that's a little different than dropping good ass, like, you know. I think so, because I didn't get fucked up from, I was, what did I do when I was 18? I did a lot of cocaine, a lot of MDMA, just, oh man, but ecstasy, man, I remember my first roll, whoa, God damn, and just smoked a lot of weed, I lived in California when I was 18, and I had my medical license when I was 18, and man, I would smoke a lot of weed, I was fat, dude, I would eat, Oh man, I was so fat. I would drive around my PT Cruiser, go to the dispensary, smoke a blunt, and I would smoke some big ass bong rips, and then go get Del Taco. And then I looked at myself and I was like, dude, you just get really high and eat a lot. That's all you do. And like, listen to music and Kid Cudi and Wiz Khalifa's CD. One of the best mixtapes in the universe, Cushion Orange Juice. Top, I would claim it's in my top three. I would say it's my favorite mixtape, but then I would be lying because my mixtape is my favorite mixtape. So, but it's top three with Khalifa. Cushion Orange Juice, I'm actually going to play it tonight after, or now it's probably morning, or he's going to get close to morning. I'm going to put it on, man. Oh my gosh, I love that mixtape. <laughs> Cushion Orange Juice. She said, cat and mouse, she chased me, I chased this cheese. I was like, damn. What? I was like, what? Wait a second now. Cat and mouse, she chased me, I chased this cheese. Skirt? I was like, yes, sir. Pimping, nigga. You can see this shit from across the street, cuz. Man. And I didn't have to pay rent for 60 days at Salvation Army. So I used that. I got a factory job. But the only thing is, they I had to be curfew every night. 9 p.m. Curfew. 9 or 10. No exceptions. One day you're late, even five minutes, you're kicked out. Maybe in that situation. Five minutes, maybe. But no, you're done. They don't. And it was kind of weird. Like the people in charge, they, they, that was the thing they ran. Because I mean, there was very limited bedrooms. And for the homeless people, it was like, for when winter came, it was really nice to get that. I didn't have it during winter. My my 60 days happened to be in the summer. But when it's winter, that's when it's fucked because people are like begging to get in there and they're like, nope, 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 we're not in our bed. So everyone's fucking around all summer and thinking it's shit sweet. But then it's like the ones who behaved all summer have held their spot. And I would have done it because I didn't leave Louisiana. I mean, I've always been drinking and doing drugs, but I wasn't doing dope. And that was, I was just a weed guy and just whatever other little chemical, like, you know, add some Adderalls here and there. I was like, man, I wasn't. Like, a day, I, was, I don't know, I'm still not, I'm still not to some point where it's like, oh, I can't do it for no one day, oh, like, I, I've never been like that, I don't need nothing that bad, nothing, ever, except for your pretty face, thank you for coming and listening, but 60 days, and I wanted to do three months, my goal was to do 90 days, sweat Dave up the whole time, and get a place, that was like the, the triumphant return of, of Dave, oh, I just revealed my real name, holy shit, Oh, I'm going to see. Hopefully that no one ever catches that. I'm not going to edit it out. Whoa. Rico Rocks, I mean. I was I was not Rico Rocks yet. This is where I became Rico Rocks to, at this Ovation I'm in Homeless Shelter is where I became Rico Rocks. And I left this place, Rico Rocks. Curfew, nine, and breathalyzer. So 60 days, no drugs, no alcohol. 60 days. And I ended up getting kicked out because I went to jail. I got arrested. Can you believe that? And it wasn't even on. Oh my god, folks! So I didn't even do nothing to get fucking my fault. Well, not not my. It was definitely my fault. But I mean, I. It's not that I. Anyway, I didn't curfew or I didn't drink. I didn't get kicked out. I ended up getting 
getting kicked out from the way I would at least like the way because I was like, damn, like most people in my situation, my age, my everything, like they didn't give a fuck. Like, I didn't give a fuck, bro. I was like, I, I was like, I had this ninety day plan in my head. I'm gonna stay here nine days. I got this little job. I'm gonna fucking do it from Louisiana. What I just got done with over there, I was like, holy shit. I was, I was so clear headed, and I was like, okay. And then one, I'm sitting there. Fuck. I was, oh my gosh, this is so fucking dumb. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't remember exactly where. Where the fuck was it, dude? Hold on, let me think for two seconds. Where did I get arrested? Because I know I did. And I had to stay one night. Because that was the only way. I was, what day? How did that happen then? Because I would have had to stay one night, and that one night would have got kicked out. Wait a second, folks. Yep, okay, this is what happened. I'm just getting timelines right. Because I jumped back and forth, and I, I hopped back to Sheboygan a few times. Like, I'll go, I'll go, and then I'll leave, I'll go, and I'll leave. And I just, I was up there three years ago. Was it three years ago? Two, three years ago? Clement, I don't remember, but not too long ago. Yeah, three years. About three, two and a half years ago, so that's actually not too long. I was just there, dipped the fuck out with my on my last breath of air. I was dying. I was fucking a wreck. I'm a lot more assassin now, and I was still an assassin back then. But I got arrested for some. I was smoking K two at a park, just me and my buddy, and I just hit the K two like super fucking high for because K2 you, you hit it just and then it, you get high for like two seconds and then it goes away so it's like crack or something almost but it's hyper it's like, a, like it just is so fucking bad for you though that it like gets you that fucked up so I was smoking that because and also if it came up for drug test you can't drug test for it so I wouldn't have to worry about drug test at the homeless shelter and then it was not booze Cause yeah, so I would go home and breathalyze every night and go to sleep. And I was like, cool. It was like something I could do to get a little head change. And man, they came, walked up. Cop was right there rolling up on me. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what the hell? He's walking right. He's fucking right there. He's like, boom, walking. He's like, hey there. Hey, dude. And I was like, son of a bitch. I was like, damn, son. And me and an hour in the bathroom smoking. So they've they've been watching us for a minute. I guess we were in there just talking, doing it. We were just in there in the bathroom at the park. Fucking caught me right when I got out. I just came out, sat down, he walked up. I was like, damn, son. Rested me for a little tiny fucking point two of K2. Ugh. And I just stayed one night in jail. Let me out for a court date or something. And then that was it. And that was when I've been on a crazy adventure since then. That is the last time I've had a plan that I actually cared about. Right then, I remember that. And I that fucking whole next day, too, when I got out, I was like, hey, give me a ride back. I gotta go tell them what happened. I was like, hey, I got arrested last night. That's why I didn't come back. And, and like, I was very well known. They knew something was up, but, and they were like, your shit's already been packed up and put it in a bag. And I was like, all right, cool. Then I went and left and spent all the money that I had saved for the 60 days just in one weekend. Then just getting that is when I got introduced to drugs. It was a beautiful time, folks. So I've had that level of homelessness. But then there's the level of homelessness, like long-term homelessness. Because right there is when I became homeless. But like that's a homeless shelter. I was 60 days and then I started bouncing around from the couch. I wasn't. I didn't have to go and sleep outside every night. I slept outside maybe one, two nights maybe. But... I slept in hotels and shit, which is expensive, but we did hotels even because of the winter. Super cold. You can't even do outside if you wanted to in Wisconsin. You literally, you would die. You would die. Me and three, two other guys, two black guys, my nigga Al and Roland or someone, we had three of us pitched in every day to scrape up enough for a hotel room and we'd just share a two-bedded hotel room. And him and his cousin, they were cousins, would sleep on the same bed and then I would sleep on my own every night. And we lasted, I think, three months. And it wasn't long enough we needed, because winter is at least five months in Wisconsin, at least. So we did three months, but that's expensive, folks. In the in a hotel, three months, nigga. You got me fucked up. I don't even think we did that long, to be honest. We probably did like a month. Nigga, you got me fucked up, dude. How the fuck? Nah. But we all three had jobs. So we probably might have did three months. But, man, dude, that was a trippy three months just living, like, in that situation. Like, folks, I'm a pretty tripped-out kid. 
I've lived in a crazy bunch of random shit, like the most insane you wouldn't even believe. That's why I'm kind of telling on phone this for you right here. This is all true. This is all recorded on my, my fucking life right here. And that is different. So when I got to Sacramento, this is the whole reason I ran to this. I just gave so much Rico origin story for this one little tiny thing I'm about to tell you. When I moved to Sacramento, I had to sleep outside every day, every day. And I just didn't leave my block. Like I would go and walk around a little during the day, but I had all my stuff. So I didn't like ever sleep. I slept on the same one like little kind of couple block radius in Sacramento for the first 30 days I did a 30 I did month three one month increments homeless I did a month on one block a month on this other block and a month on this other block so my first month I was on it was like very very pitiful because it was my first time being long term homeless and I was just sleeping on the sidewalk and I would have to sleep in front of buildings for a month outside on the sidewalk, I would just put blankets and clothes down and lay down and go to sleep. And then they would kick us out in the morning. But I was just kind of checking out the situation. I was I was at least not getting mugged. So I was going to kind of. Well, when I was homeless in Sacramento for the first month, and now we were always, I, I like me and the couple people that I was kind of running around with, we would always sleep at this one little house. Because it was all businesses, so during the day, no one would let you stand. Like you would have, so we would hide during the day and come out at night and sleep. But then we would have to hide during the day or else they'd call security no matter where you went. So we would just hide. and like on, So we found this little spot that it was technically no one would fuck with you there for some reason. It was that. There's like, damn, like, fucking one little spot we can go to. <laughs> this guy, and there would be, but now, now where it's like this one block had from this block right where the stop sign is from. Once, if you take a right, it's businesses. But if you take a left, it's like neighborhoods. And where the houses where we would crash at and just hang out in the fucking stoop and just kind of hide behind the bushes all day and kick it and shit. And I would organize my stuff and listen to my own mixtape over and over and over. I loved it. And I would show it off. Well, so the, the families would see us like in our sleep, like sleeping on the ground every night. So they would, this, well, they would, especially, I was like a nice young fellow still, like Rico Rocks, kind of, kind of beautiful fella, young, not really bothering no one, soft-spoken kid. So they grew, like, the neighborhood and stuff, they saw me, and it's kind of like, I don't know, probably just like, what the fuck's up with this kid? But I was there to stay, and I was there day in and day out, and while I was staying there, I got to know the, the block a bit. I was watching, I was like, man. I get to see who's a who, where's the what, get to, I really got to met, like, I spent a month, 30 days on a one block radius. Let me tell you, folks, I know how to, my understanding of things is very precise, folks, let me tell you. I have, oh man, it's so fucking G, the mindsets, folks, that I've attained, it's insanity. Well... This guy, he was a black guy, man, fucking scary, dude, just like fucking 50 years old, right, tough looking guy, like biker bar, would drive around in a big black Harley, as fucking just run into the, you know how a Harley, I don't know if anyone knows how a good Harley sounds, it's like, I mean, it's not quiet, it's not not quiet, I could just say that, it's, I mean, I want to say it's over loud, like, but it might be. It's like people who could shoot guns and you're like, how do you do that without needing ear protection? It's like the same deal with a Harley. Like, how do you do this without it not hurting? This guy would come and it'd be a quiet, dead quiet neighborhood. Just a bunch of white folks. This is a gentrified area of Sacramento. Oak Park up by the college. It was some college up there. And McKin McKinley McKinley Park. If you guys want to look up the area, there's a college right next to McKinley Park in Sacramento. It was on Thirty Fourth and Broadway. So that's like the one little nice spot of Oak Park. The rest of Oak Park is, I guess, a bunch of gangsters here. But I, it was like, I guess, the only reason it was so chill for me to even crash on that little place is because of the COVID, coronavirus. It, everyone left the college. And that was like the day of, I like became there on like March and March 20th. I was like, bloop. so I pulled up right when Corona started and it was just deserted, but I couldn't charge my phone anyway and I couldn't do nothing and fucking, it was sucked, but it was cool because I needed to feel, well, I feel like I needed to feel it and I'm glad I did because 
I fucking feel like I'm too powerful, so I needed to make sure so a couple things. If I was who I thought I was. If things were as, as I thought they were almost. And, I, and let me tell you, folks. I'm not as powerful as I thought I was. I think I'm a, a lot more powerful in some ways, but I'm a I'm fucking, I was, I was a fucking pussy. When I first came in Sacramento, I spent three months there, man. I was a fucking pussy when I first got there, folks. Pussy. I'm not, not because I wanted to be, not because, I just mean, in, I was always a mental, I'll kill, I'll slit your fucking throat in my mind and laugh and just watch myself in my mind's eye, like, fucking use the blood as lube to masturbate to and it's like but when it came down to the motherfuckers or killers in your face wow folks i was i realized there's a there it's not that hard to die you just have to go forward with the wrong nigga it's really not that hard to get yourself hurt man really you just gotta go fuck with the wrong niggas nigga and Sacramento, I was like, well, I got to, I was like, I was, this was, this intrigued me, this was like, well, what, this, this is, this is what I'm talking about, this is why I came out here, I need to understand this concept here, this concept of power, this concept of what makes you better, like, because I was like, holy fuck, I thought I would, no one would get fear me, and holy shit, some boys struck fear in my heart. So I realized, I acknowledge that a bit. But man, let me tell you folks, I'm gentle myself. Time takes time. I'm getting there. And I grew a lot. Assassin training in Sacramento was pivotal. Folks, we'll get into that too. Uh, Sacramento, maybe because I fucking, and I was hoping it would. So I was looking at it with that extra. I was looking super hard for opportunity and I was challenging myself very good. I was shining. It was crazy. Rico rocks, baby. Rico rocks on the tops. So there's two different kinds of homeless. Well, the guy would come through with the chopper, the Harley, and people walking their dogs, these white gentrified neighborhoods, walking their fucking Great Danes and German Shepherds with their Chevy Bolts and shit. Fucking damn, folks, man. This guy would, I don't know what, man. He got some joy off of this. He would get up, get dressed up, put on, get on his fucking Harley, play as loud as you can think. Like, pretty loud, folks, for as loud as you would be. Like, a loud, you hear this for a couple blocks away. Music from this Harley speaker. Oldies, like, slow jams are making love shit. Like, making love shit. Like, fucking some R&B. R&B jams, like, from 90s. Like, just straight 90s. Like, boys to men. Ooh, just straight up. Like, I don't know. Fucking. I don't even know what the fuck the names were. And fucking R&B bands, but they had the R&B, and he would blast it, and then he would just, like, he'd roll up real slow, and he'd know he's coming, do, 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 and he'd, like, he would see, he would see me, acknowledge me, like, I'm sitting there, I'm standing, I'm just a fucking kid with all, like, tons of shit just on this thing, uh, so people, like, he knew I was there, and, like, he never really messed with me, so I was glad, because he was messing with these people really bad, and I was like, he's a guy who messes with people, I hope I don't, because I was like, I'm just a homeless kid, and he's a big, scary black guy with a hybrid, like, I'm not saying I'm that afraid of him, but I'm like, I don't want no problems. I hope my presence isn't something that is like takes out of what he's doing because what he's doing is running his Harley as loud as he can. He fucking cranks that bitch all down the one street, like right where the houses start, and just sets off car alarms. The dogs go insane in every house, and he does this all the time. He would do this once a day at least. Every day, and he they would call the, and he would go back and forth. No, 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 blast! He would go around the block, come back around, blasting. And I would be geeking. I'm as a homeless, like out of anything, like if that didn't happen, that'd be fine. And I had video recordings of it and everything on my phone. I took videos. I, I've sent them to somebody. I've had to. Oh, I'm gonna go find these videos, folks. I'm gonna go comb conversations. I had archives. I will find my footage somehow, cause I lost all my footage. But I know there's a way I could somehow. There's so many things I sent out. But if I could somehow get, I had footage, folks. That shit was the funniest thing in life. I would sit there and I would see him come out. Here's music from the out of here, the distance, like, and I was like, oh shit, and the people hated him. The neighborhood, the white gentrified people, hated him. They actually would call the cops because after he would roll around, like after a couple few times, like after it got pretty ridiculous, 
and the alarms kept going off like he would set off alarms folks and then sheriffs would roll through like looking like you know you know they're like oh because they'd be like come get this guy come get this guy and they never got they never got him and he would come every day and the sheriffs would roll through like man like because they would have to come because they're fucking calling like dude he's sitting there not stopping until they call and as soon as he gets one little whiff of they're really, really coming, like, okay, I think they're really coming. And, like, the, all the husbands on the block want to fight him and shit because he, they're, like, the, he's being very disrespectful to this neighborhood. And it's so fucking funny to me. I was like, that shit was so fucking amazing. And I just was, tonight when I was walking around, I left my skateboard at home. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I'm going to walk. Fuck it. I walked around. It's these guys, two spiders. The spider's a three-wheeled motorcycle, three-wheeled, very powerful engine on it. Very cool thing. It looks it's like a three-wheeled for Lamborghini. It's pretty cool. It's a really cool. It's like a Sea-Doo, but a three-wheeler. It's kind of an outdoor sports kind of thing. Spider, it's called. Two of them, and the guy was blasting some all these. I was like, man, what is up with these dudes and the guys who like to ride badass motorcycles? Fucking love all these. I, I noticed that's two people. What is it, man? They love all these. You love motorcycles. You love all these. But hey, folks, please really think about that. Think about this big black guy in a Harley terrorizing this neighborhood for no good reason but his own enjoyment. That I was like, well, I don't know what he's doing it for. If he's like, I tried to sit there and contemplate on why he would do it. What is the, like, what could, what happens? Like, because, man, like, what is motive? He's fucking being, like, he's terrorizing these people and he's loving it. And I loved it. For, I loved it. I was like, thank goodness for him. Uh, I was like, fuck the police, nigga. That shit was amazing, folks. Thank you for listening to that because that was a really fun part of the story. I, I've been yammering for 51 minutes. Ooh, and I'm going to let you go after a sh- quick word of the day, folks. Thank you very much for listening. That was a very big rant. I'm just for being a professional. I'm doing a word of the day. I want to stop talking. My voice doesn't hurt, but I don't have anything to drink either. Actually, I do. I have a bottle of water I found. I have a bottle of water I found on the way home, and it's not because I can't afford it. It's because I'm fucking stupid. So don't feel bad for me. Just laugh at me, nigga. Because really, it is because I'm just, I can go. There's This store is open 24-7. To get this, fuck niggas. I was listening to some Juice World today, man. I had Juice World stuck in my head all day today, which ain't no good, which is great. Cause, because you can sometimes you have some things in your head that start driving you nuts because you just hear the same. I do all the there's kind of, there's some looping sometimes, and what is random? It'll just be whatever I was kind of listening to or whatever I've been thinking about, like a specific word or process. We'll just keep just it just won't stop, and I'll just keep hearing the same thing over and over. I'll just be like, oh my fucking god! It's like a fan or something in the background. Just it's just it's just something that I just kind of put in the background because it's just like I want I guess my mind wants to think that thing. My mind just wants to just completely just keep saying the thing in my head over and over. And I was like, I, I mean, it's not really hurt nothing. It's like okay, you like, and you just want to say something, I guess. You just don't want to stop, like, actually functioning. I guess that's why I'm a high-functioning thinker. And sometimes it's shit. Sometimes it's like, oh, my fucking God. Why am I thinking? Like, anything else would be better, but you kind of just, like, I, I, I marinate in the suffering. I do. I do, I do, I do. And what well, today was juice for I was like, hell yeah, nigga. I loved it. Cause I, man, that's a good one. To have his little, he had a, one of Juice World's lines just kept looping in my head today. Caught like just doo, 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 back to back to back. And I'm not saying I forgot it, but I would have to sit here and think about which line was. It was, I was like, oh, I was like, I'm sitting there just, as I'm standing there doing my, whatever I'm doing today for hours, at least multiple hours, what I'm about to tell you, starting now, looped in my head. Yeah, I'm a bad, no, I'm a father, no father having, but nigga, I'm a bastard. At least I'm a rich one. Well, you want a real nigga, you should go get one. I got so many hoes in my face, I could pick one. Pop it like a zen, huh? Roses are red, roses are blue. My, my love, my heart is cold. I'm such a fool. Why did I fall for you? Oh, shit, my. Uh, but I wasn't thinking the whole thing, but 
I did, but most of the time, it was not the whole thing. It was like one, one, every 10, one out of 10 times, it would be that whole thing I just said. But then I would say five out of 10 times of the loop, it would just be the initial two phrases, which is, no, no, father having nigga, I'm a bastard. At least I'm a rich one. So many hoes in my face, I could pick one. I kept hearing that over and over for hours. I mean, if I no nigga having father, I'm a bastard. At least I'm a rich one. So many hoes in my face, I could pick one. Ah, Juice World, I miss you, brother. So many hoes in my face, I could pick one. Make a pop it like a zen, huh? I love Juice World, man, that guy. Genius, and I don't mean genius because like, he's trying to toot his own horn, but t- on the technical term, genius. For what I believe it is, for what my un- my belief of what current understanding is, which the word of the day will be genius, because now you know what I consider what my definition is, just something. And, whew, it's not a problem, nigga. It is just nothing. It is good. You got that. Triple nines. If I'm always pop, we gonna drop with me. I don't even want to talk about that right now. I'm just looking for my dictionary, folks. One second, just one second. That's the only thing we're waiting for. I've been looking for it for like ten minutes, writing about Juice World. We're done. Ju- All right, you know what we're going to do is Plan C. I'll just Google it. Hey, this is recording number twenty-two on my device. It's the twenty-second recording. So happy. Number 22 recording on my thing, even though it's just episode 20. I love the number. She says here. So genius. The door of the day for episode 20. Rico Rock Social Suicide Podcast. Genius. Just loading up here. I'm very unimpressed with this new phone. I'm very unimpressed with this loading speed. It is. It was all that live. Fucking all the ads. Talked about how quick it was going to be. Brand new out the box. Oh, it's because I'm not on my phone. I'm on my old phone right now. That has no service, folks. You gotta get it. I'm on my old phone, folks. Damn you, Scuba Steve. Damn you, Scuba Steve. He, he forgot me once again. I'm like, damn, this phone sucks. I think he knew it was the new phone. I can't find my new phone either. Can't find my, what am I for? Dictionary or my new phone, folks. So fuck my life. Fuck Rico's life. Rico, I'm sitting here trying to give a word of the day. And it's like the word of the day. The word of the day is nay. The word of the day is gay. The word of the day is your face is gay. Rico Rocks is word of the day today. Rico Rocks, word of the day. Here's a beautiful time for boys and girls. The word of the day. Oh, this is bad, folks. This is, I'm, I'm going down in flames right now in front of your very ass. Word of the day says a nigga, hey, and fuck nigga, stop what I say. Some juice world is the definition of the day. All right, well then I'll give you a word of my own that I invented. I'll give you a word that will be in the dictionary very soon. It's a word I invented. It's called Anellis. Uh, yeah, it's somebody's company. It's one of my old childhood friends. He's using the word for a company name. He said he technically owns Analysis. He owns Analysis.com. But I invented the word, so. For him. So it's his company, so it's his word. But I, it came from my mind. So I'll always know that. So not that I say that he doesn't deserve it. I, we talk, I, I want him to have it. I love that he loves it. And I love it that he, I don't need the word. I made the word. But it would have been really nice to own it too. 
I fucking pulled the new one out for him. But I defined it as to be limitless. To to not have a limit. It's called Anelis. E-N-E-L-I-S. So stay Anelis, you guys. Free your mind. Thank you for listening. Comment, please. Send me money and drugs. Thank you. This is Rico Rocks saying good day and good night. And Anelis, 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 Anelis. Free your mind.